I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. This is probably one of the most popular questions that I get in my DMs on a week-to-week basis. And I hope that what you find here today is help, encouragement, and some relief. And that question is this, how do I move on from my ex if I work with them? What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today we are diving into a question that I get asked on a week-to-week basis. Every week that goes by, one of you reach out to me and ask me this question, how do I move on if I work with them? Now, what I'm about to share with you is also can relate to how do I move on if I have a kid with them, but I'm going to steer more into the professional aspect of it because this is a very common question. Maybe the following week we can talk about what if you have a kid with them, but it's going to kind of correlate together pretty strongly to the point where you can take this advice and apply it to um, uh, if you this scenario if you have a kid with them. So each one of these are going to be very important. However, you need to understand that healing is possible even if you work with them or even if you have a kid with them. Now, it will take a little bit more time, but that doesn't make it impossible. Welcome to the Happy Heart Academy podcast, my dear friend. Before we dive into today's episode, answering that very question, be sure to check out the free, and I mean free, training inside the show notes below. That free training is going to help you to move on and reclaim your life. It's going to give you the steps that you should begin to focus on if you want to move on. Like, once again, moving on toward what? Moving on toward a happier quality of life, a life where you feel fully alive, fully engaged, fully happy by yourself. That is what awaits you inside the free training. Click the link in the show notes below. And before we also dive into today's episode, my dear friends, please, if you have been here and a long-term listener, uh, or if you're even new here and you found some of this uh, podcast encouraging, supportive, uplifting, or helpful in any way, shape, or form, please do me a favor. All I ask is this. Take some time out of your day to leave a review on wherever you listen to the podcast at, whether it's Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. The reviews help this show and its ratings so much. You can continue to inspire other people to heal by helping them find this podcast by leaving a review on wherever you listen to the podcast. So now let's kick off today's episode on how do I move on if I work with them or have a kid with them. So here we are, my friends. We are talking about a question that oftentimes comes up in my DMs on a week-to-week basis. It's how do I move on if I work with my ex? Now, I literally just walked a client through this not too long ago, and the first 
big idea here is I I understand like we've all heard the age old advice that you should not get romantically involved with your coworkers for a plethora of reasons. But, you know, ultimately, some of us listen and some of us do not. But I'm here to tell you that, you know, the biggest reason you shouldn't get involved with a coworker is uh, because there could be a potential breakup. And in that breakup, you could, you know, find yourself in a very tough spot financially, relationally, uh, professionally, you know, and it's going to definitely make the breakup a little bit more difficult than people that don't work together, live together, or have kids together, okay? So once again, it's going to make it that much more difficult for you because you have to see them on a day-to-day basis. So I understand where you're at and how challenging that is. It's like literally... If you have a cut on your arm and you keep bumping the cut daily, it's like, how am I supposed to heal when I continue to bump the cut, right? How am I going to continue to heal if I continue to nick the cut and reopen it? Well, this is going to be hopefully what you're going to start to apply into your life. You might already be doing some of these things, but some of you might need to understand that you should start to apply these things so that you can move on. But, you know, I understand that when we go through, you know, any type of heartbreak, we normally just want to sit down cry, maybe eat ice cream, maybe avoid, you know, our life in general, trying to distract ourselves from the daily grind of uh, the hurt that's within our heart. You know, I know how uncomfortable this time is. I understand how difficult it can be when you see your ex on a day-to-day basis and expect to heal. But I have some ideas for you that I hope that you can apply into your life so that you can move on, so that you can create happiness, not only within your own life, not only within your relationships, but professionally as well. I think that, you know, a lot of us can get fulfillment out of our professional careers. And if we have been the one to make the mistake to fall in love with a coworker, and now you have to suffer the consequences because that relationship didn't work out, I do want to apologize, but this is the way out of that hurt so that you don't continue to feel, you know, so troubled every time you walk into the workplace. The workplace by itself is hard enough. We're under a lot of pressure. We're under a lot of stress. We're under a lot of, you know, um, uh, deadlines and, and we have to show up and perform. And how do we show up and perform if we have to work with them? Well, the first big idea here is this, and I know not a lot of you want to hear this type of advice, but I think this is the advice that you need to hear because a lot of you that I talk to trap yourself in your own stories. You stop yourself from allowing to see all of your options and which is number one, you have options, my friend, like, come on now. Like if we started to brainstorm, like, Hey, how do I get out of this mess? Well, the first step you have to acknowledge all of your options. You've got to assess the playing field. You've got to see what there is out there. I know a lot of you are going to be like, oh, I can't do X, Y, and Z, but let me tell you what you can do. Your first option is to quit the job and find a new job. That's your first option. Pull yourself out of the environment that hurt you so that you can continue to grow, heal, and develop as an individual. If you feel like working with them is only causing you so much more pain in a, a lower quality of life, one of your options is to move on and find a new job. And and what a beautiful moment in time. Let me explain this because I know every time I bring this up to someone, they give me a hundred reasons why they can't quit their job, why they can't let go of that, you know, uh, financial security, where they've been for the net last, you know, five, six, seven, 10 years, whatever it might be. I get it. You don't want to, but it's still a legit option. Is it not? You can resign. You can quit. You can put in your two weeks. You can find a new job. And, and part of the heartbreaks, you know, um, when we go through a traumatic event in life, a lot of us 
forget to see the opportunity to grow and to develop and to change our life. The way a breakup really allows us to reinvent ourselves. It allows us to reinvent our lives. It allows us to, you know, take a moment to step back to see if we were living the way that we wanted to live, doing the things that we want to do, being the person we want to be. When we go through a breakup, it's allowing us to break down all of the parts of us and makes us question our reality, makes us question our lives, makes us question ourselves. And that's what a you know, the beauty behind the blessing behind the breakup really is. It's a matter of you being able to get to know who you are and re, you know, evaluate what's going on in your life and and helping you to maybe steer in the direction that you want to go. So think about it. This is an opportunity. You could start a new career. This is an opportunity where you can, you know, maybe find a better paying job working from home. Maybe it's going to allow you to move to a new environment, to a new state, to a new country, to explore, to travel, to, you know what, take a moment and just like realize you have a lot of opportunities here. Just because you work with them doesn't mean you have to stay there, right? There's so many different things. So just understand, listen, simply put, you have options. And don't think that quitting is not an option because it is an option. You can always find another job. There's always more work to be done out in the world, right? So look for it, find it, and seek it out. You know, that's the first big idea here. The second big idea here is like, ultimately, I'm going to take you back a couple of years, maybe even plenty of years, depending on, you know, how old you are. But ultimately, think about the times when you were uh, maybe in high school or college, you tried to avoid, you know, the bully, or you tried to avoid um, seeing someone or you try to give someone the cold shoulder. I'm asking you to kind of try to avoid your ex in the workplace as best you can. And how do you avoid someone? You give them the cold shoulder. You don't make eye contact. You don't try to walk the same you know path that they travel. If you know that the bully in school walks the same route daily, you're going to do everything you can to avoid that bully so that you don't get bullied or you're in the line of fire, right? Like think about that. Your ex walks the same route. They, they go to the same they, you know place every day. They, they show up at the same time most of the time. People like habits, And so you probably know your ex's habits, right? You know that they show up at work at eight o'clock, you know that where they park, you know that, you know, what time they go to lunch, you know, you know, what time they usually go to the bathroom, what time they try to get coffee, what time, what time, what time, right? You can avoid that. You can recreate, reinvent your own habits and your own patterns and try to, you know, miss them as much as you can. Now, I know that that's not perfect every single time, but you can try to give them the cold shoulder. It's not looking at them and then analyzing, you know, what they're thinking, what they're doing, where they're at and how they are. And it's really just like trying to give someone the cold shoulder. So if you've ever um, tried to ignore someone, like that's the goal here. You have to ignore them. You have to stonewall them. I know it hurts, but like once again, put up a wall and just try to give them the cold shoulder to let them know like, hey, I'm not interested in, in anything that you are. I'll keep this professional, but like once again, we're only going to talk about the things that we actually have to talk about outside of that. I don't want to know anything else. Like I need to heal and I need to grow. I need to move on. I need to be professional in this. So if you want to talk about something in regards to work related, we can do that. But if it's anything outside of work related, anything personally, I'm not talking to you. I know you have people in the office. I know you have people at work that they don't know anything about you outside of the professional workspace, don't they? They have no idea if you have a dog, a cat, where you live, what you do, what your hobbies are. They have no idea. You're going to have to do the same thing with your ex here. It's like you cannot continue to hold these conversations that are allowing them into your internal world, you know, personal world. They're allowed to be in your professional world, but not your personal world. So moving forward, keep everything 
business related. Give them the cold shoulder. Don't make eye contact. Don't try to run into them. Try to avoid them and, 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 and move away from them, right? Like I said, you probably know where you could find time to see them and where you could find time not to see them. I suggest that if you're trying to move through this, then you move through it in a way where you're going to do everything you can to avoid them. So number one, understand that you have options. Number two, make sure that you understand that your your goal is to avoid them and to give them the cold shoulder to only speak to them on behalf of professionalism, right? So once again, I get that this is number three is like really what you're trying to do here when you're trying to work through this is really make sure that you don't speak to other coworkers about the details of your breakup and don't feel like you need to announce your breakup to the entire office either. Like once again, I know you have some close friends within the office or within your workspace, but like try not to bring other people into it because that drama, that, you know, tension that affects everyone, your energy affects everyone. And what your goal is to is to really just continue to be the inspiration, continue to be like, wow, you, I never even knew you went through a breakup. I actually didn't even know you guys were together. But even if you were together, like, I look up to you because I'm going through a hard time. And you just seem like everything's going good. Be the role model here in this situation. Like, show up and do your best. That doesn't mean you're going to be happy all the time. It just means that you're going to show up and do your best and be like, you know what? I look up to them because when the going went, got hard, they still performed. They still showed up. They still gave effort. They still explored. They still tried. They still were someone I enjoyed being around. So once again, just like don't speak to other coworkers, don't gossip, don't try to make them uh, look at your ex a certain way. Like, keep it professional. Come on now. Like, once again, understand that you have options. And I want to go back to that real quick here. When you have options, like, think about it this way. Like, maybe you need to um, talk to a trusted um, uh, superior. Because if you are uncomfortable with working directly with your ex or sitting near them, just talk to someone that you trust, right? Um, I'm sure you're already doing your best not to let your ex affect your job. After all, that would be pretty unprofessional and you don't want a relationship gone wrong standing in the way of your future career. But what you might want to do here is if you can't stand being around them at all, like talk to your supervisor or talk to someone that you trust and ask them if you can maybe work a different shift, maybe, you know, sit somewhere else, maybe find yourself in a new department, maybe try to whatever it takes. Because be like, I want to, it, it kind of shows your commitment toward the company. It's like, you know, I just went through a breakup, her and I broke up, him and I broke up, whatever. But it's like, I want to stay here, but I'm unhappy here now because it's, you know, uh, I'm going through a breakup. But I would love to continue to grow and to progress and to work here and to thrive here. But it's it's just challenging right now for me to do that when I'm so close and in proximity of my ex. Is there, you know, a new shift I can take? Is there potential um, working from home options? Is there potential new, um, you know, uh, location within the company that I can move and grow into? Like find different options for yourself. Like get creative here. Start thinking outside the box because you're not trapped unless you trap yourself in the box. Like your opportunity here is to grow. It's to develop. It's to learn. It's to lead and to move forward. Uh, you know, and another thing I want you to think about here um, in regards to when when you're struggling to move on to work, you know, uh, when it comes to working with your ex, try not to analyze their every move in the workplace. Like, listen, you cannot try to analyze everything that they do. And, you know, you, you might see them talking to a new person and you'll be like, oh, well, 
you know, that wonder if they're a new thing, wonder if they're going out, wonder if they're, you like, get out of your mind. You're just causing yourself to suffer more. Get out of your mind. Get out of your, listen, it does not matter. What matters is, I, I guarantee you this, if you focused your thoughts more on yourself than your ex and what they were doing, you would heal quicker. That's what I know for sure. If you took the time out of your day to think about how you could heal, how you could, you know, release the tension within your mind and body to be able to experience more joy and what actually brings you happiness. If your thoughts were more focused on what genuinely brings me happiness rather than, oh, wonder what my ex is doing, wonder who they're talking to, wonder if they're going out. I heard they're going out, wonder who they're going with. Oh, I bet you they're going with so-and-so and and I guarantee you that's going to aspire to be something, whatever your, your, your story is that you're telling yourself to cause you more suffering, let that go and transform those thoughts into something more positive and productive that can help contribute to your healing. The war within is no joke. And you need to control that war within by stop asking yourself disempowering questions. But ultimately, the, the main point here is this, is when you are working with your ex or you have a child with your ex or, you know, or you live with your exes, you've got to keep everything business related. It's called the reduced contact rule. The reduced, you know, a lot of you followed me for quite some time now. I talk about the no contact rule and how important that is to create the space needed in order to heal. Because if you continue to re-enter the space that hurt you, meaning you continue to have to work with your ex, you live with your ex, or you have a kid with your ex, it's going to take a lot more time in order for you to heal. But if you don't work with your ex, if you don't have a kid with your ex, if you don't live with your ex, and you allowed and give yourself space, the space needed in order to heal, I promise you, um, you know, that you will heal, heal a lot quicker. Now, what we need to do is practice the reduced contact role, which is my final thought. The reduced co- contact role here, my friend, is this. If you work with them, if you live with them, if you have a kid with them, you need to practice the reduced contact role. And that's simply kind of like to just give you an overview is keeping everything professional and business related. Only talk about the things that must be talked about, keeping your personal life out of it. And that's really the goal here. That's what your focus needs to be on. And that's why I'm ending it with that is making sure you only talk about the things that must be talked about professionally and keeping it business related, giving them the cold shoulder, making sure you're not trying to connect and read into them, inviting them over or trying to find different opportunities to, you know, be around them. Don't allow yourself to suffer that way. Give yourself the opportunity and space needed in order to heal. You deserve to heal. You deserve to move on and create the life that you want to live. Create the life you want to live by allowing yourself to create the space needed in order to heal so that you can move on and find some happiness after your heartbreak. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast. Because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person 
in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast. 